0: This is Ouchie Dumpling, resident old lady from the RSG community, and recovering swagoaholic. And you're listening to the Escape Pod... I cannot do that pause. I swear every time I hear it, I have a seizure. This show should have an audio epilepsy warning. Just for that pause. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. The Escape Podcast was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. Not a Twitchy audience. However, anytime I hear that pause, I start to Twitch. Happy birthday, Paul. Take it away, boys.
1: One is a grand arena specialist from the UK. The other is a territory battle tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star
2: Wars Galaxy of Heroes.
1: Live from the nerdy network studios of Yavin 4.
3: Here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Podcast. A
1: galactic chase has begun for the new resistance bomber. We will break down
3: some of the math in getting the most out of the chase.
1: We will also take a look at the kits for both it and the tie echelon.
3: Are they going to make much of a difference? And who are they for? Uh, By the way, happy birthday today, Paul. Thank you, Neil. And to all of those who wished me a happy birthday on the Discord server, thank you to you as well.
1: Our special guest this week is Bones88. He looks awfully familiar. Well, actually, he is who I modeled Bob's appearance after.
3: (laughs) Yes, our new ship AI that helps us when we need to look something up.
1: Uh, we will talk about his swagger journey and more about what he does on his channel.
3: And then, of course, Dickie and Nubin Noob and getting jiggy with Jigabachi on the bridge.
1: All this and breaking news as and if it happens right here
3: on the Escape Pod cast. The
4: Escape Pod cast news.
1: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod cast. I'm your host, The Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hr life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you today?
3: I'm doing well. I got a lot of fun little gifts from from some people, including my parents sent me a set of eight uh, Star Wars, like, plates. Yeah, yeah, you showed me the (laughs) video. Those are very cutesy. Very cutesy. Very, very cutesy. Uh, And uh, thank you very much, Dr. Feelgood, for gifting a sub to Renard the Fox. And also, uh, Renard the Fox also gifted 100 bits. Um, Any gifts, um, any bits, any subs, all go to Neil to see his daughters as soon as possible for this month. That is my... I'm gonna give you a gift, Neil, for my birthday. Yeah, well, we've got my birthday next month as well, so we do, we do, and uh, should should be a fun time. Also, you you didn't uh, you didn't say hi to our AI that sits above me.
1: Oh, I'm I'm not gonna get personal. He's artificial intelligence. Okay, he's the compu- he's, he's he's the you know he's the computer's sorry the ship's onboard computer. All right, uh, 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 he's, he's artificial, you, you know, don't get, don't get emotionally attached to him, okay? Don't, just don't. And you okay? think
5: I was I excited for you to be here today. I, I, <laughs> Where's I that at?
1: I would not <laughs> advise getting emotionally attached to a computer, okay? Um, I still and, love you, unless, man. unless you're called Steve jobs, in which case, yeah, you know, you probably were, You probably did
3: <laughs> by the way. Thank you. Ice house for, uh, for subscribing. And, uh that means that we're in a hype train. Ooh, chew effing so, chew. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for, uh, for making that happen. And uh all right, let's uh let's get into uh let's get into the stories, the news that was for uh Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes this this past week. Uh the the thing I want to start out with is that we do have the calendar that came out today, just before we went live. Oh, I'm not seeing how I have to have a look at that. I forgive that yeah. shifties. Dark Trooper is your uh daily login character. Your assault battles are going to be on the 6th, on the 11th, on the 17th, uh, on the 21st, and on the 26th. So about every five days we're going to see a uh, fourth
1: Imperial Trooper on the trot. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bob. Can you double check? I think But I'm pretty certain that's this is it'll be the fourth Imperial Trooper on the bounce. We've had this, we've had Death Trooper, we've had Shore Trooper, and we've had Range Trooper, I think, all in the last four months. And then I'll
3: look, I'll look up my
1: databanks and see what I can get you, bud. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah. So, so the past four months, you're saying that you're observing that it's all troopers.
1: Yeah. It's all been, it's been Imperial Troopers, Um, uh, which is great because, you know, that, We've been getting a lot of, um, which kind of makes sense because we've been getting a lot of, uh, um, empire marquees. Obviously we had Iden Bersio and we've had, um, the, um, the inquisitors. So, uh, and they've all got y Imper- they're all empire and they've all got leads. So it would kind of make sense to, uh, you know, for CG to buff the, um, uh, to buff the, uh, the numbers and the shards for uh, you know imperial troopers and empire you know underlings the minions as of such.
5: So okay. it... so uh, real quick, real quick. Um, yes, AI has hands too. Um, <laughs> we had shore trooper last month, range trooper the month before, and then doing before that, and there was no um, troopers for. Oh, I thought it was uh, death uh, three in a row. range tro- So we've had so three this in will a, row. Be a third. Yep, three Yeah.
3: Well, also with well, the release of Iden Versio, and um, then we also have the Inquisitorious. Do you think that we're going to be seeing... When's Ahsoka come out, Neil?
1: When does what, sorry? When does The Ahsoka,
3: TV show. Yeah, Bob, find out when Ahsoka, the Ahsoka TV series um, comes out.
1: It, it's probably going to be a month after Kenobi finishes. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna run these shows concurrently. It'll be one show, then a brief gap, then the next show, then a brief gap, then the next show, then a brief gap. They might run a live action and an animated next to each other, but I don't think they're gonna do um, live action, you know, at the same time.
3: So there, we're three months away as of today because May twenty fifth is the uh, release date for the first Kenobi episode. Um I know that for a fact. So we're just waiting. Thank you. Uh thank you Al Bundy by the way for the 95 bits and Dickie Darkside for the 245. Uh, we're almost at the end of the hype train. Um if it doesn't get past this level. Come
1: on, chew F and chew people. <laughs> uh, chew F and chew. I want to do stuff with my kids when I do finally get them out here. You know I got some absolutely crushing news a few days ago so you know it really really helped.
5: so uh, there is no no there's no set date at all they're filming i i don't even know if they're filming i think it's uh they're gonna start here soon if they they're, they're filming they're they're definitely okay. yeah, filming principal, right now. principal photography it has already started we just haven't we don't know when it when it ends we do, we, we do not have an official date then. okay so
3: okay. it's probably october ish that's going like to be my Monday guess.
5: Season three before then, though. Just from previous uh, analysts of uh, Disney Plus shows, I would say December around then. That's they like to do a a uh, you know a Star Wars show during December. They did the Mando a couple of years Bo- ago. Book of Boba December, K- uh,
3: started, yeah, yeah. Book so of I Boba started December. December. All right, sometime in twenty twenty three is Al Bundy's guess. But nonetheless, I think that it's going to lead up to Grand Admiral Thrawn with a, with a new style of Thrawn as a galactic legend. That's just my guess. So what do you think, Neil?
1: Th- Thrawn as a galactic legend, I think that is inevitable. Um, I just don't know when we'll get it. Um, we're not going to get it. We'll get it after or around about the time. That Thrawn does his Thanos style cameo because Thrawn, as far as I'm concerned, w- with, uh, you know, in the, uh, you know, the Star Wars universe, all of the TV shows, Thrawn is the Thanos. So we might get a glimpse of him at the end of a season or, you know, a few mentions of his name during a show, but ultimately we're not going to get full, um, Grand Admiral Thrawn until, you know, whatever season of Ahsoka is in like seven or eight years from now. It's a lot, a long way off. You know, they, they, they're going to follow the MCU model, but with TV shows, not movies. So Um, as opposed to all of the movies building up to um, uh, all of the movies building up to the, um, to the big bad, um, it'll be TV show. It'll be TV shows doing the exact same thing.
3: Mary J says, CG said, all GLs are force users. Um, if you read the books at, at the new canon, Neil, there is a minute possibility that Thrawn is force sensitive, at least. He may not know how to use it, but there is a possibility that Thrawn is, is a little bit force sensitive. I'm not going to spoil anything else. It's
1: all right. You wouldn't be spoiling it. I'm, 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 I don't know if I'll ever get around to reading them.
3: Well, I don't want to spoil. I, I just <laughs> finished Lesser Evil today, and it was amazing. It was a thrill ride. The, the last half of the book was intense. The first half of the book set up the the roller coaster ride you know you're you're sitting there in the first half of the book and you're you're in line for the roller coaster and you're getting excited as you're getting towards the front of the line to get on the roller coaster and then it just goes nuts so but (sighs) anyway um I, I really I, I don't know if they'll they'll stick to that. Uh Bodhi says that Thrawn isn't a galactic legend. I beg to differ. Uh if you know if they've brought in characters such as Mara Jade and Talon and Rendar and Katarn and Starkiller, the they can reach into the annals of other, uh, of the Canon now, in my opinion, and pull out some of the, some of the best of the best.
1: Oh yeah. There's, there's no doubt in the back of my mind, they are going to look to the money making success of the legends event and they will do one, if not two legends events every single year, because the, uh, the legends event that we got last year, um, which is in the journey guide. It is in the journey guide, isn't it?
3: Yes. Yeah, I it, got ju- put,
1: it got put. It got put in the journey guide straight away. It's four characters to a relic to a relic level, and then boom, you get you know the big bad. That 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 made um, CGEA a lot of money for a very very short, very simplistic event. Four characters from Legends to get um, you know another Legends I,
3: character. I completed it. I completed it this past month. I now have a Starkiller. He's gear 12. He will be gear 13, hopefully, by the start of the next Grand Arena, which, getting back to the calendar, week one starts Monday, Neil. Mm-hmm. We're, it's like right away. Yeah.
1: And um, it wouldn't surprise me if they do something like that again in the middle of the year, and then, you know, do one in the middle of the year and do one at the end of the year. Because it's it's only a three-month choke. They release the characters as marquees. The Krakens go. The krakens and the Whales go nuts because they're Legends characters, just like they did this time around. You know, they, they, they if they come out with four uh, another four OP Legends characters, you know, from, I don't know, anything from the Old Republic, you know, Exile Curtain um coron hall there's just so many wonderful characters from legends from the extended universe that krakens and whales would go nuts on and it's a quick cheap easy buck for cg to make
3: uh dinky derek says galactic legends tag and bink will be imperial remnants
1: oh don't don't get me started i i joke about ta- i Joke about Tag and Bink being in the game all the time. I I I started a Twitter rumor. I started a Twitter rumor, um, I a Twitter rumor um, and an Instagram rumor not so long ago that um, um, that Bill um, who did uh, Fred, who did uh, Scrubs that you know Donald Fezzon yes um, and uh, Donald Fezon and Zach Brack had been penned to play Tag and Bink um, and that the guy that. Re- the guy that did Scrubs was writing the, uh, the script for it. And the- those two Zach were going to start that. <laughs> Zach Braff and Donald. Because I think, because they, com- they are comedy gold. When you put those two together, they were absolutely hilarious. Um, they're, they're funny as hell together. They really, really are. Um, and I just think that they would make the perfect tag and bink.
3: All right. Um, uh, Force Strong, thank you for the 250 bits. Big Country Max, thank you for the subscription. We appreciate it. <laughs> Al Bundy says, it's guy love.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's guy, you know, eat, doing eagles. And it's just here's the thing. They really, really need um, Star Wars needs to find the funny because the only actor that they've been able to bring in, the, as far as I'm concerned, that has any credibility
3: as good comedy relief is, is Bill Burr. Hmm.
0: He,
3: Alan he's the, Alan Tudyk as K2SO.
1: I'm talking about the, the TV shows.
3: Okay. I, I was going to say, uh, I mean,
1: I'm not talking about the first thing that they did. Cause you know, I'm talking about now they're missing, they have missed, they are missing, they're missing the mark. They really, really are missing the mark. I mean, that I mean, definitely not from the book of Boba. That mayor character wasn't funny. I think they wanted him to be funny, but he wasn't. He was nails down a chalkboard. Stop giving him lines, bad. You know, Bill Burr was brilliant. You know, he delivered his one-liners. He was very funny. I always giggled whenever he was doing something funny. Um, the blue guy in the Mandalorian. Clearly, there is the comedy. doesn't work. Not funny. He's not funny. He just comes across as a sniveling piece of crap. So they really, really need to find the funny. And I just think Tag and Bink with Zach Braff and Donald Fezon as Tag and Bink would be hilarious because it's an animated series it'd work
3: because we talked about uh k2so and you know k2so is an ai i I, bob seems to be wanting to say something what do you got bob
5: oh just that i love the mayor character i thought he was hilarious (laughs)
3: all right
5: and and k2 and uh yeah but the mayor guy was hilarious
3: (laughs) all right there we go and that's a fact input from bob (laughs) Alright, um let's let's talk this galactic chase. Um, I've been looking at uh swgoh uh dot gg's servers. Um or not, not gg's uh event servers. They have a galactic chase drop rate room. It's looking like this is to 30% drop rate per energy or not per energy, but uh, essentially a a 2.5 to 3% drop rate per energy spent. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the 35% or 3.5% range myself. That's too low. I really wish that CG would announce what the drop rate per energy spent percentage is. They have to talk about it with the pack probabilities, but that's because of a law, right, Neil? Yes. But when it comes to this, we're still, it's still a gambling mechanic, if you will. And it, it because you're spending energy, you're spending your crystals on energy refreshes to get more chances at the at the one arm bandit.
1: Yeah, I, I I will not be I will not be um I will not be pulling the arm. I mean, here's the thing: I'm already spending. I'm already doing the triple refresh uh, on my main account uh, because I'm farming for um ca- I'm farming characters in the cantina. So I was already doing. Uh, three 100s and so so just just to kind of put a a figure on it on my main account I just did the three 100 refreshes right on my alt account which has got like 14k in crystals and I'm not spending them on anything at the moment I thought oh let's go to the 200s do you know what the difference was spending it up doing 100 doing the the all of the 100 refreshes I was up to 17 Mm -hmm. out of 25 and that's on my main using the 100s and the 200 refreshes on my alt account it went to 20 of 25 so I blew through another 400 crystals for three shards so I will not be doing anything anything of the such Bollocks to the whole thing. It's not going to be a meta-defining ship. So who gives a rat's ass? I'll just—I'm not going to bother. I'm as I do with all other chases. I'm going to not bother. I'll wait for it to become farmable, and then I'll just get it like everybody else does. But uh, yeah, it just don't don't waste your crystals. Don't do the refreshes. This fleet and this ship is not going to be meta-defining.
3: Um, Star, yeah, Fortress Star Fortress no. won't. Star Fortress won't. But. Uh we're going to get to the the echelon later. I do believe the echelon is going to have a spot near meta. It's not it's it's going to be grand arena meta but not fleet arena meta. Does that make sense? Depends how you
1: justify it depends on what your justification for it is. I mean, if, if it's not beating Get Two Fleets or the exact, I think it will. It
3: I, I think it's going to yeah. be beating Get Two Fleets.
1: You're going to have to show you're working on that. <laughs> you're definitely going to have to show
3: you're working on that. I absolutely will. Uh, Star Fortress has not wowed me whatsoever. Uh, but with with the kit, which we're going to get into in a moment... I really do think that it is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with, to be able to get through, to, to have in your back pocket and put one of your get to on defense. But let's start with the Star Fortress SF-17. It is a light side resistance tank and its uh, crew is Rose Tico and Resistance Trooper. Did you know that Resistance Trooper apparently is Paige Tico?
1: Well, I mean, we don't know who they are because they wear a helmet and the visor's down, so you can't tell who they
3: are. Yeah, it's I mean, it's Paige Tico because, you know, she flew, she flew the Star Fortress SF-17, right? Yep, yep, she did. A- am, am I right in that, Bob? Yes, she did. Okay, so with her flying one of them, you know, if it's Rose Tico and Resistance Trooper, we finally know the identity of Resistance Trooper. That's just my opinion.
5: I can't confirm that, but it sounds great.
3: (laughs) All right. Uh, So basic for the Star Fortress, if it's the Star Fortress's turn, it deals damage twice and inflicts target lock for two turns. Otherwise it just deals damage once and doesn't do anything. If the target has five stacks of the sweet spot, recover 15% protection. So, a tank that regenerates protection. Good, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) All right. Uh, Begin drop sequence is its first special cooldown of three. If it's dropping the bombs, uh, just my observation here, it didn't look like it could reload. A bomber really can't reload mid-flight. Anyway, uh, deal physical damage and dispel all buffs... From the target enemy, remove 10% turn meter per stack of the sweet spot. Inflict evasion down for two turns, which can't be resisted. And if the target enemy has five stacks of the sweet spot, three concussion mines are placed, which can't be evaded or resisted. The concussion mines deal damage to 10% of the target's max (laughs) health and dazes the target for two turns when it explodes. Do they explode at the start of the turn or the end of the turn? What's, uh, you know, is it, is it like thermal
0: detonators? Who knows?
3: Yep. All right. Um, the, uh, special second special Tico sister legacy recover 50% health and gain taunt call other resistance allies to assist dealing 50% less damage if the enemy has 5 stacks of sweet spot resistance allies assist with no damage penalty
0: seems like yeah. a uh,
3: seems like a standard kit yeah when they enter battle they apply two stacks of the sweet spot to all enemies resistance allies gain tenacity up for two turns. So you're Is that, it? Is that all the kit? Uh, it, well then there's also the unique coming up here. All oh, right, okay. I'm looking for where it where it lands sweet spot.
1: It's the unique. It, it explains that you it puts one stack of sweet spot um, on the enemy with every resistance attack.
3: At the start of battles, if all allies are resistance, the Star Fortress is immune to critical hits for one turn, gains taunt for one turn if an ally with Deflector Shield receives damage from an enemy. If the Star Fortress loses taunt, it gains taunt for one turn if it didn't already have taunt. And if another resistance has Deflector Shield, while Star Fortress is active, uh, or while Star Fortress has taunt, it has 100% counter chance so deflector shield comes from what i believe Rattus. that i believe that yeah that comes from the radus. whenever it gains foresight the star fortress dispels it and gains critical critical hit immunity for two turns instead whenever a resistance ally deals damage to an enemy they apply a stack of sweet spot until the end of the encounter or when star fortress is defeated.
1: Yeah, from from the sets from the sounds of it, sweet spot sounds like reverse Harry Potter's. So instead of gaining overcharge and it's stacking up, and stacking up to five, it sounds like it's applying the sweet spot to the ships, and every time they take turns, you you know if 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 it deals damage, then you know it's going to apply more sweet spots. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm looking at it like a, rev- I am looking at it like it is a reverse, um, uh, a reverse Harry Potter. It's a reverse overcharge. Uh, but how effective that is going to be in battle is, hmm, it's, it's question. I, I don't think it's going to do much against the likes of uh, a malevolence fleet, um, But um, it it could help. um, I it's it's going to do
3: uh, well against against negotiator, in my opinion, because you're uh, gonna get that sweet spot on Anakin. You're gonna get it on whatever's you know tanking for it. Yeah,
1: we'll have to. I mean the the proof the proof will be in the pudding. Um, I did notice I didn't watch because I was busy doing other various different bits and pieces. Um, But uh, uh, the grand admiral was doing some testing on his channel earlier on. I do not know how successful that uh, uh, testing was, Um, but there have, you know, grand admiral Arnold T one Oh one has been testing it. I don't know what he's tested it on, or if there's anybody in chat that saw that live stream that can, you know, give, us some feedback because i i've not seen it in action yet it's been in action i just haven't seen it in action yet
3: yeah all right well stick around guys in just a moment no ga uh, no uh ga center patreon leaderboard this week because there is a one day delay um for getting information from swgoh.gg which means normally what we get on wednesday would have come out today we don't have it yet we will have the finale of uh this month's patreon leaderboard next week for you and then the month finale because this is only month two right
1: yeah yeah this is only second month yeah
3: yeah we'll have the ga uh ga center finale uh either early next week or uh or possibly this weekend depends on when we can get all the
1: Well, we're going to we're going to try try aim for Sunday try aim for Sunday evening
3: there you go so spend all right.
1: Saturday doing production and then try do the show on the Sunday
3: all right but we'll be back after these messages right here on the escape pod cast but in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.
1: With integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right
3: mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena,
1: like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory
3: wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools.
1: Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod
3: cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience.
6: follow ones. be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast, Twitch, and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Centre leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast.
4: We want you. Join the GAC Chain Gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC Chain Gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back to back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBee's hashtag 7465. Or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to The Escape Podcast.
1: Ah, Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for us to talk more Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. What's what's up, Paul? What's what's next?
3: So the the tie echelon, the one that I think is really, truly going to be.
1: You're you're going to give us your workings.
3: Yeah, my my workings on this one. So uh, dark side, first order tank. Easy enough. Uh, It's basic initiate the hunt, deal physical damage to target enemy if the enemy is hunted, which comes from the finalizer. Inflict target lock for two turns, which can't be resisted. Of course, tar- and if they have target lock, call all all uh, call all other first order allies with advantage to assist, and they gain advantage for one turn.
1: Oh, now you see now that that's nice.
3: That's a ship.
1: <laughs> that is a. And sh- that's is the a basic. Ship.
3: That's the basic. Uh Special for uh this one. The first special is the galaxy's edge. Which is a um reference to where this comes from the the Star wars galaxy's Edge theme park, the Thai echelon was made for was made for the park. The Thai echelon gains thirty per cent protection up for two turns, and all other first order allies gain half that amount. call all nice. other first order allies to assist once again. That already hard hitting tie silencer is punching people in the face. Yeah, first order allies, um, dealing 50% less damage and then gain stealth for two turns. It stealths all the other ships. Oh, god, this
1: sounds like this. This ship sounds a million times better than the resistance tank
3: when it uh when it, you call it as a reinforcement, it gains thirty percent protection up for two turns. all other first order allies gain stealth for the rest of the encounter whenever an al- first order ally's stealth expires the the echelon gains taunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that,
1: that that's the You've got no reaction because there's nothing to write home about on that. Well, no, you know, that's, Ste-
3: that's- stealth expiring on a fast ship, you can immediately get that echelon to taunt again.
1: Yeah. But th- no, that, that, that's what, th- the reason why I, I don't see anything home to write about. You, you, you kind of expect your tank to be taunted. It's like Hound's Tooth, you know, Hound's Tooth, the, the taunt comes back and it stays. And, and that's just what we've come to expect from a tank. So you know, tank coming back. You know, sorry, tank taunt coming back. Um, if certain conditions are met from the uh, uh, the complementing fleet, that, that just makes sense. That, that's just. I, I think that 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 should be standard for all tanks for all fleets.
3: Okay, here comes the kicker, and this is where it gains nest popularity, in my opinion. It's unique. At the start of each First Order ally's turn, Ty Echelon gains 2% defense, max health, and max protection. Stacking. Oh, nice. For each stealth First Order ally. When a First Order ally lands a critical hit, Ty Echelon recovers 20% prote- uh, health and protection. If the tie Echelon is the only ally ship that is not stealth and there's at least one other ally stealthed at least doesn't have to be everybody
0: it can't be critically hit
1: okay okay right uh, so so yeah this is this is a good ship this is going to make the resist this is going to make first order fleet Really, really good against the, the, the two fleets I'm thinking of. Uh, it's the one that you mentioned. So and they, I, I now understand why you said. Um,
3: "Uh, Was it negotiator fleet? You said, yeah, definitely a negotiator yeah. fleet. Note this. I mean, I, I already chew through home one. You know, I already chew through a, a rebel home one. Fleet. This, this ship is just going to make it so much easier
1: to chew through the rebel because because you're going to be able to mark um, Millennium Falcon.
3: Yeah, you hunt and then you and then you blow walk. it away. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Neil, I remember at the uh, tie echelon, where is it? Um, oh, it, it's in the unique. Ty Echelon recovers 20% health and protection when a first order ally lands a critical hit. You're doling out advantage every single time that you're using your uh that you're using the Kylo Ren's command shuttle.
5: Yeah. And you're stunning people a lot with his Kylo Ren's ship, his basic stuns on a basic.
3: Mm. I'm usually using the <sighs> unique blue though. moon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually using the uniques. Thanks, Bob. (laughs) But are not uniques, but they're specials. Um, This is why I think that first order is it's not going to be a fleet arena meta. It will be a grand arena meta. It's going to be your go to go to for anything that that is thrown at it minus the executor.
1: Oh no! This is—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm one of those people that puts—I'm uh, one of those people that does—that um, uh, did do executor and the Galactic Republics. Screw that! If my opponent's got this, I'm just going to put Empire on. There's no point in wasting. I may as well keep my um, negotiator for uh, you know for offensive purposes. I'm, I'm just—I'm going to—I'm sw- going to switch to an Empire fleet. There's no way I'm going to put negotiator down, knowing that if they've got a First Order fleet with Echelon in it, it it's just going to chew through Anakin. And w- we all know that if Anakin's not there, the Negotiator fleet just crumbles it, uh, under its own weight. I mean, yeah, sure, and Sogitano the- can come in and do a little bit of damage, but th- th- there is no rescuing. There is no recovering. Uh, there is no recovery. A Negotiator fleet is not going to recover if it loses Anakin, like, you know, within the first... Two or three sorties it's just it's just not going to recover. you're going to get that one shot, and that's important.
3: what about um once the hyena bomber is gone, you're free to target any of the bugs in a in a malevolence fleet so i, I still I
1: still think that the um I still think that the fact that you know the the malevolence crew, the malevolence ships will get um that that they'll pick up Harry Potter's and the buzz droids, you know, but buzz droids on Kyler, it just chews through him. It just chews him, chews him up and spits him out every single time. Um yeah, so I I'm I'm not concerned um against the I'm not concerned about that with the malevolence, but not a lot of people like putting the malevolence on um on defense. Um because he's a you know odds-on favorite to be a negotiator on defense, but but and it's I an suppose it's an important but if you're if you're not putting your negotiator on defense with your executor for the re- for the because of the reasons now stipulated in the kit for echelon, um, why not throw your malevolence down on defense? It 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 will change the way people do defense. If if the if the malevolence holds for longer than the um because you've got to remember that, that the hyena bomber is a lot chunkier. A lot chunkier than Anakin. Anakin's, you know, paper dragon. Sorry, a paper tiger. Yes, he's got a lot of teeth, but even with that thing on, you you can chew through him quickly. And you're gonna be able to chew through him a lot faster with this echelon in uh, you know, with the echelon in play. You just gotta mark you just gotta mark him and um hunted on him and pff, <laughs> the un- undying loyalty forget about it. it's going to be gone after one um mass attack from everybody mm, yeah i mean it, you, you'd expect it to disappear after because it's, it's going to get attacked by three ships isn't it so you'd expect the undying loyalty to disappear after one salty wouldn't you
3: so undy- undying undying loyalty is going to get peeled off the the way that my first order fleet works is I basic with Kylo and then I tell the command shuttle to give Anakin or to give Kylo another turn. And then he unleashes the big hit. And then I call him with the first order SF tie fighter. And I just wipe out whatever's, whatever's left of a single target before Anybody else goes because the finalizer is boosting speeds On top of this If I'm calling as my reinforcement the tie echelon For the rest of the encounter whenever anybody's stealth expires The echelon is taunting when it's attacking it's you know, and its first move its very first move is going to be the Galaxy's Edge, where it's going to stealth everybody. Yeah. And call everybody to attack. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you, you know who else would be good to put on that fleet now? Just, just that mechanic alone. Who, who is not going to put Maul in that fleet? Uh, that's- I'm so, I am so putting Maul in that. Well, Cause, okay. Cause so when he comes in, when he comes in as a reinforcement, he "You, you, you would put him on the fl- whenever on the another team.
3: first order ally." Oh, wait a minute. He will stealth everybody else. I th- wait a minute. Exactly. Uh, che- okay, check that, Bob. Check if Maul's Maul stealths non uh, non Empire and non Sith. Yeah, he does. When you bring in, bring him in
1: Come as on. a reinforcement. I'm sure he does, but.
3: I thought let there. Was, I thought job. there was a caveat of what he needs to. Uh, we'll we'll let Bob do his job. Bob yeah. can check the kit for Maul. But if if that
1: is the case, you would br- you would put Maul on the team and bring him in as a reinforcement just to stealth people, knowing that when that stealth wears off,
3: <laughs> it's just fueling the tie echelon. Uh, uh, Qatar says that you don't even have to call it as a reinforcement and take advantage of that, since Finalizer apparently activates everyone's reinforcement bonuses at the start
1: oh there you go there you go so what is maul's reinforcement bonus
3: yeah that's uh that's what we're i don't think
1: it's that's a. Re- what we're waiting for bob to find out
3: yeah so
1: bob's looking well,
5: up all, all, all it says is um grants all allies 25 percent crit chance until scimitar is defeated double for sith allies it doesn't say anything about stealth anything. there's there's, oh, no. there's so that,
3: a there's a unique yeah but he he the the ship
1: has abilities i think it's the second ability
5: i'm sorry uh the second ability is um target ally gains protection up and retribution for two turns if target ally is sith they also gain crit hit immunity for two turns no, all it's, other it's, allies it's in gain their... stealth all allies gain stealth for two turns. So it's
3: all, all, allies. all allies, all allies.
5: Okay, there you go. Yeah, so you because br- you
1: you put you put you put Maul as a reinforcement, and as soon as you bring him in, he's going to stealth everybody. So when that stealth runs out as well, that's just going to you know uh, re- reinforce um, Echelon's abilities, and he's just going to taunt again. So you, it's a bit like it's a bit like me. I, I throw Maul on my Trea team if I'm taking my trade team up against bugs and he is there purely for one thing. And one thing only his AOE puts days on the bugs and it, it negates the hive mind. I would comfortably, comfortably put, um, his ship, the shimmer put the scimitar on, on the, uh, first orders as a reinforcement, just for his stealthing ability. Um, I don't think there are any other ships that have got stealthing ability other than, um, Uh, Oh, what is it? Um, I mean, there's Cassian, but you're not going to take Cassian off a rebel. It's as simple as that. You're not going to take Cassian off the rebel fleet. He has the ability to stealth as well.
3: So Kata is is true. Here's the the wording. And also think about this. All First Order allies active at the start of battle have 50% max health. So you'd be giving the tank... An extra 50%.
1: Oh, God, yeah. This is good.
3: And have their reinforcement abilities activated.
1: Yeah. The, 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 the dev team were... If it's one dev team working on both these ships, they have really sold the Resistance one shore, and they've gone balls out on the, uh, on the First Order. If it's a dev team... You know, if it's two devs working on two separate ships, clearly they were not in the same room as each other, or <laughs> one of them lost a bet to the other. It's like, you know, my ship must be better than yours. Uh, so, because the First Order is sounding so much better than the Resistance right now. Um yeah. Al, Al Bundy just, 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 also just,
3: points out the Ghost can also do stealth for other people.
1: Yeah, true. But you're not going to take Ghost and you're Cassian not, yeah, off. Yeah. You're not. But, but Shimitar, yeah, you, you, it's one of those ships that you kind of look at and think, oh, shall I throw it on that one? Shall I throw it on that one? This one, it's a, you know, it, it's a dead cert. But just from talking through these two ships and what it's going to do to the fleet, the, to the Resistance fleet and to the First Order fleet... Um, I, I'm definitely not bothering with the the chase at all for the, bo- the for, for the bomber for the resistance. I couldn't care less about it. But for the first order, yeah, I'm probably I'm I might um, I'm, I might put in some crystals, not to get it to 330, but if I can push it to A five um, star, <laughs> if I can push it to five stars, so that all I've got left to farm is like a one one month of farming left you know so that when it comes to when it when it does hit the uh, the store um uh I'll, i i don't mind you know spending you know a month farming that from five stars to seven plus i'd be quite comfortable if it was in the, the shipment you know if there was four shards 400 crystals i'd quite happily throw that at it as well
3: yeah it's it's looking like uh it, it certainly it just, is looking like sounds, the better it, ship.
1: It sounds like it's it it sounds like a ship that's going to make a fleet, a potential one-shot fleet. Um and if if it's not you know if if you're not comfortable using it because you you're not comfortable using first order,
3: definitely a dead cert as a cleanup crew. Yeah, the, well, it, 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 I mean if you're not, you need to start looking at first order especially because all of the all the characters that you need for a first order fleet itself mm-hmm. are all worth it individually, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and and hey, who, who's who's to say that the uh, who's to say that the fir- that that it couldn't be used as a good fleet for a double tap on an executor? I mean, if you could use this first just if you could use this first order just to take out the Hound's Tooth. With the hunted and the uh, you know the hunted and the, if you could use it just to get rid of the um, the hound's tooth, I mean that that would instantly make that entire fleet very very useful.
3: Well, all the multiple attacks, mm. I'm going to look forward to seeing it being tested. I really yeah,
1: no, am. I, I would I would really really really. I mean, and like I said, if it's not good as a first one um it would definitely help us uh, you know it would definitely help in a double tap if it doesn't one shot something straight away um you, you would fully expect it to clean up with the you know with that uh, with the marking ability you know with marking ability on a hunted pff, yeah definitely maybe not necessarily a hound's tooth but um any other secondary fleet definitely
3: it still needs to find some way to get around the taunt though it doesn't mark Technically. It just does well, it, depends tar- how it does fast target loss. If,
1: if it goes off if it goes off um, for example, if it goes off faster, um, if it goes off faster than the hounds tooth, you, you you could for all intents purposes hunt and then mark one of the other
3: two you could ships. Take out take out either Cad Bane or Razorcrest, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean Cad Cad Bane would be my the one that I think you know, to get it oh, rid no, of all no. those.
1: I, I, would, I, would, I would say Razorcrest because the Razorcrest ignores taunt. So if you've got taunts, if, if, if your ship is
3: taunting and it's constantly taunting. It ignores. You... Okay, so it does ignore taunt. That is very true. But it can't see through stealth. And you're stealthing with the echelon. Oh, true, true. Yeah,
1: yeah. And if you're bringing, if, if you're bringing in um, Maul as an extra, as soon as you bring him in as a reinforcement, Um you're you're hitting that ability to stealth everybody, aren't you? Yep. And you don't really care if Maul
3: survives
1: (laughs) (laughs) what he's there to do. He is there to come in and stealth everybody. That's it. You got one
3: job, Maul. If you had one shot. (laughs) Yeah. Maul's knees are weak and arms are heavy. So all right. We are getting to the end of uh this segment. Um, coming up in just a moment, a guy who looks like Bob um, is going to be joining us um, in, in at, during the incoming transmission. But let's turn it over to Bob. Is there any errors that we made uh, during the uh, beginning of the show that weren't addressed?
5: No, I think you guys covered it pretty good. All right. Well, I do want to say Paul forgot to update my uh, systems after he installed me. I d- I that, that is
3: that is true. We do have to uh, we do have to make a correction. We were wrong last week yes. because I did not upload the latest information to Bob. <laughs> these these obviously do have crews. We were wrong. We fully admit it. Um, Doja said that they did have crews, but we did not have that information directly in front of us. So. <laughs>
5: So come they, on, man. Run those updates more often, man. I need to update it. I need my info.
3: <laughs> All right. So coming up after this break, uh, you're going to get uh, star Fortress's uh, uh, story time with uncle Thad, and then we will be talking to the hero collector kid himself. Bones 88, right after these messages right here on the escape pod cast. in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.
1: With integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right
3: character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in Territory Battles and Territory Wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth
1: and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all. With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars.
3: Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools.
1: Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod cast.
3: Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience.
6: Hot ones. be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast, Twitch, and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to shittyville's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that dot com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast.
7: Hello. the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. It's
8: really cool. Hello there, Podawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Tonight we are going to talk about the newest ship coming to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, MG100 Star Fortress SF17. This resistance tank is the latest addition to Emelin Holdo's ragtag fleet, and it makes its first appearance in the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes as a galactic chase event. So, before we go running after the Star Fortress, let's take a look at where in the canon it actually appears. The MG 100 Star Fortress SF 17 is not only a new ship to SWGOH Hollow Tables, it's also a new Star Wars canon ship. Unlike many of the other ships in the Rebel and eventually the Resistance fleet, the Star Fortress was not a holdover relic from the Galactic Civil War. This heavy bomber was a product of Slain and Corporal manufacturing and is actually a third generation bomber from this Verpine manufacturing operation. Fans of the Clone Wars may remember the first generation of bombers created by Slain and Corporal as their V-19 Torrent Interceptor played a key role in the battles like that over Christophsis, Ryloth, Kamino, and Solist during the Clone War. The second generation of bombers from the Verpine Corporation was none other than the B-Wing Assault Starfighter. This heavy B-Wing played a role in everything from the Galactic Civil War to the fight against the Empire after the fall of the Republic. The accomplishments of this ship are many and its renown is well known throughout the galaxy. As the third generation of heavy bomber from and Corporal, the MG-100 Star Fortress traded speed and maneuverability for sheer destructive force. It took five different people to crew the MG-100. A pilot, a bombardier, a flight engineer, and two gunners. Twin ball-mounted turrets controlled its six repeating laser cannons. The Star Fortress boasted a remotely operated dorsal turret, two rear cannon arrays, two forward laser cannons, And if all of that stuff wasn't enough, each of the ship's stabilizing foils were armed with two more forward-facing laser cannons. Finally, each MG-100 Star Fortress carried 1,048 proton bombs. They they couldn't get 1,050. That just felt weird. So imagine a hut covered in Durasteel with blasters coming out of every skinfold and suffering from like the space equivalent of irritable bowel syndrome. Slow moving and deadly was the MG 100 Star Fortress. This lesser known heavy bomber was used both by the resistance and first order, but it was flown at the Battle of Dakar under the resistance flag that most people will recognize this ship. As the First Order closed in on the Resistance base, after the destruction of the Star Killer superweapon, a squadron of these heavy bombers were called in to defend the fleeing Resistance troops against the dreadnought Fulminatrix. The nature of these slow moving bombers made them obvious targets for the First Order, but the ship's deflector shields generator made destroying them a difficult task for the First Order, but one that was needed to be accomplished before anything else could happen because of their destructive payload. These bombers absorbed a great deal of damage and allow the Resistance fleet to eventually win the day. And with that, let's take a look at how the MG-100 Star Fortress SF-17's kit plays out in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Beginning with, the, with its categories and crew, unlike this bomber and cannon, the light side Resistance tank is crewed by only two people, Rose Tico and the Resistance Trooper. And while some people feel disappointed that rose is taking the helm of the ship instead of capital games introducing her sister Paige, remember that rose too was a key member of one of these ships flight crews and it's also one less person players need to farm to make this ship useful which is kind of nice the star fortress's basic ability highlights its big ball turrets and the cannons attached what I love about this ability less about its power and more about the wiggle the ship makes when firing. Go ahead, go back and look at the gif in the forum page. That ship is wiggling. Hashtag, wiggle wiggle wiggle. The ship's first special ability highlights the power of its proton payload and just how effective these ships were. The ship's second special ability is a neat one and I can't really call it anything else. Cobalt Squad. The squadron of Star Fortress bombers present at the Battle of Dakar were all destroyed, but it was their sacrifice that gave the Resistance a rallying cry to call in other ships to battle. The ship's hardware and unique abilities highlight the defensive capability and offensive power. When the Star Fortress is on the battlefield, or battle space, or above the battlefield, all eyes are on her, and who could blame it with its basic wiggle? Everyone wants to take it down but it is immune to critical hits for a time and has a 100% counter chance, which is pretty dope. Well, that's it for me this week. Be sure to tune in next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the escape podcast for kids. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is
3: at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel any time, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply.
6: Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Kriti Kay here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com user slash the escape podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Kriti Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord, and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast.
4: Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission.
8: Attention. Attention. We are receiving an incoming transmission. And
1: welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This week's incoming transmission may look slightly familiar. So, Paul, why don't you introduce our guest this week?
3: Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you do know uh, this, uh, this guy as Bob. He plays What's Bob up? for us, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a very, very good friend of the show. Ever <laughs> since I met him, I, you know, for some reason, I, I became a very, very uh, big fan of his, and it has not waned, even though I hang out with him and shoot things in Fallout as well. You know, and I
5: feel the same way about you guys. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about you guys till we met. You had me on the show. I've watched I've been a fan ever since and I didn't intend on becoming friends with you but <laughs> un- unfortunately it happened right <laughs> Well ladies,
3: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show Bones 88
5: also known as The Hero Collector Kid What's going on everybody? Thank you for, hey, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, like I said even though we've been friends it's still always an honor to be on the show so I appreciate it. Even as Bob it's an honor. <laughs> so
3: um let's refresh uh people on what you uh what what you do. You do happen to have when you have a you have a account in my guild too. Let's see. Would you get your 600 in already? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know, uh I'm in I have two accounts. One was uh, Paul's guild and one in my old old, old days and uh yeah, Paul Paul, what do you say you were, Paul? You're my, uh, I,
3: I'm, I'm your, you know, ticketaholics anonymous sponsor. Yes, there we I are, have there to we remind are. you to, to stay on the mend every, every day. every
5: single day, <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting me through it. We're, uh, we're getting better. I think
3: let's, hopefully. uh, let's talk about these accounts. What's, uh, what, what's the big one? What's the small one? And are you a free to play player? Um, or does, uh, does Neil get to give you the, the stink eye?
5: okay so my main account is actually less than my alt account if that makes sense to anyone it probably doesn't but um my main account my og account is 6.1 million i have two gls um as far as that account i'm not going to work on any gls for a while i'm actually going to take a gls worth of time so what six to eight months and focus on my b teams because my defense has ewoks and leftover scoundrels that I would like to use. So that's what I'm going to do on that account for the next few months. And also with the new like grand arena rules, it almost feels like it's more relaxed to where you can do something like that. Whereas before, you know, you want to be the most efficient. You didn't want to put mods on certain characters that you weren't using because of the roster bloat. So I really like that actually. And so um, that's what I'm doing on my main account. On the alt, I am at 6.9 million. So right around the same, um, that one has three gls not as uh my main has more depth roster overall um my alt has more you know is more um top heavy so sometimes that comes into play where i wish i kind of had more um but still it's great and i'm uh, having fun with it but i am all free to play since day one for six years um not as an efficient free to play player that's been around for six years. I should probably be a little (laughs) higher than that, but uh, you know, I, I, uh, I never got past really top 50. I always thought if I could say the top 50, uh, I'm happy, you know, I'm doing pretty well. I've never got those rewards where you're top five and a free to play player who gets like top five rewards can play like they're a pay to play player. You know, they can do a lot more. And um, so so you agree with that Neil? Short. Sorry say that again?
3: Do do you agree with the fact that a, that a good free to play player can play like they're a uh, like they're, you know, possibly a small dolphin?
1: Um maybe may, maybe that used to be the case. Um it's definitely not the case anymore.
5: Even if you're getting uh, like number 1 in arena though and uh
1: yeah, but you're not getting crystal rewards from being number one in arena anymore, are you? Well, in the ship arena, you still are. Oh, in the yeah, in in, in the ship arena. Um, I mean, you, you you can definitely do more, uh, but since the squad arena and the ship arena, I mean, despite the fact that you can still get crystals from the ship arena, they're no longer the metric as to determining whether or not you are similar to a, a dolphin, or it's you know GAC is going to be that metric moving forward.
5: But let's take um, it back before the GA change, could you, if you were getting one in both both arenas. I mean,
1: if you were getting if you were getting one in both and you were spending your rewards correctly, mm-hmm. um, and by, by correctly, what I mean is doing the you know, the triple refresh on the mod, you know, doing your mods properly, um, yeah. and always making sure that you had whatever the meta defining squad was for both squad and ship arena, then yeah, it, it was one hundred percent it was 100% doable and, right. and, and, and we know you know there are lots of people um that i know that were doing you know that were doing that yeah. uh, what, but what there, is, good- there is no one there is no one doing it now yeah I, there's I nobody agree there is there is nobody that is free to play now that is um that I know I mean there probably are a handful of people but there's nobody that I know that is pure free to play that is in the top 10,000 of Kyber Division 1. Okay. There may be a handful but it's not the majority. You know that there, there will, you know, if you are in Kyber Division 1, you're spending whether it's a Kraken or whale or a porpoise, a dolphin or even a minnow. You're spending something. You're buying something um huh. because free to play um top uh, free to play tippy top before the GAC before the GAC changes all it required was um the meta in squad arena and the meta in fleet arena now just having those two squads does not equate to being dominant in GAC you require exactly. multiple squads you require um multiple fleets and most important of all, you require multiple good mods. So you could have a god, sob, god, uh, uh, you know, a, a god mod set for your squad arena that was great, and you could have trash 6Es for your fleet. That doesn't wash anymore. So, um, yeah, veteran free-to-play like me, w- you know, we can survive in Kyber. Forget about Kyber 1, forget about making the top 10,000, but you can still survive. And you can still earn good crystals. I earn more crystals now than I did before. But that's because I was never making the top 10 in squadron. I, I always made number one to top five in fleet, but never both.
3: So, Neil, uh, Dicky Darkseid's 4,000. And you know he's free to play.
5: Well, also, I have a well, very good it, friend.
1: It, And like I said, there are exceptions to the rule. There will be a handful. Right. But it's literally a handful out of the 10,000 yeah. people that are in, the, you know, out of the top 10,000, you could probably count on one or two hands how many people are free to play
5: in the top 10,000. Yeah, I agree completely. Yep. Um,
1: and, and that's because they really did, um, they went over, uh, you know, um, above and beyond that which was required of a free-to-play um, player that was getting number one in squad arena and fleet arena. They were also doing, you know, their due diligence, making sure that they were farming for mods, making sure that they were maintaining their other squads and doing well and hitting above their weights in, um, uh, you know, in GAC. Um, but, um, you know, th- 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 let's not forget that the older GAC rules, uh, people were being very, very uh, uh, conservative with their rosters. They weren't fluffing the bottom, and we know we know now that you know those fluffy bottoms uh, go to your go go in your favor in the new GAC format, whereas they were against you in the old format because of the matchmaking.
5: And that's why I love this new change. Uh, so, do you think I'm crazy for taking a break from GLs and working on my? You know, prepared teams and my night sisters and my depends what, and depends what
1: division you're in in. Depends what division you're in Kyber. Uh Kyber three right now. Know, yeah. No, titles. that's fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm my 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 small alt is surviving comfortably. I don't ask me how, but it's surviving in kyber four with no GLs and no GAF and no executor. Nice. Um, nice. so that account is hanging on by a thread in kyber four <laughs> um but my main my, my main account in kyber three has only got the the one gl uh, and the executor um uh, i mean my my final round of last month i beat a six gl opponent and that's because they had six gls but no executor, and they took all their GLs on offense. And I'm thinking, thank you very much.
3: Do you stream your Grand Arena for people to enjoy?
5: Yes, um, and uh, for the Chain Gang too. So I'm part nice. of the Chain Gang, and um, I co- actually it's one o'clock every Grand Arena, no matter what the schedule is, whether they mess up or restart, or whatever. I'm always on the, the, you know, the the end of the the cycle the end of the day for the match. So when there's like two or three hours left, I go on at one o'clock every uh, time. And uh, it's always a good time. Yeah. So with the chain gang, if you guys don't go associated with skate podcast, the nerdy network, and uh, we just raid into each other. And it's awesome people since I've done it. I met a lot of cool creators. That I would have never known about otherwise and uh, made a lot of friends just from that program too. So long story short, yes. One o'clock, whatever day, end of the matches so So
1: about the same time you do the 10 to 12 slot
5: (laughs) actually neil neil always goes on about 10 minutes before i do and then uh, i go up on there
1: i used to do the 10 to 12 slot for the uh for the chain
5: okay okay yeah um so yeah that's always a great time and uh once again i don't want to say that too since i've met you guys i've met so many people that i didn't even know make content for this game i get a talk i talk to him every day i've you know, like the myth, the legend, uh, I didn't know who he was. And then I saw him on here, he, he joined the chain gang. He uh, came on and helped me do some mods the other day. So just little things like that. Uh, it's just been so cool getting to know everyone in your guys' little community. And it's, it's not little either, it's, it's huge, but it's been pretty cool being part of it.
3: In our little um, corner of the world
5: yeah yeah and I, I didn't even know about you guys until i met you one day you came into my stream so it's it's funny how things you looked out. like you were having fun
3: playing galaxy of heroes so of course i'm gonna drop in
5: and i do i do i wish i i should do more like territory battles and stuff but you know i have three kids and family well that, and that
3: means that you would that actually time. have to do your territory battles to begin with in order to stream it
5: damn man calling me out yeah yeah <laughs> If it wasn't for Paul, I wouldn't get anything done in Galaxy Adherence. He's my support system.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but you did recently just become um, a content creator partner for another game. Uh, You've done a few games. Uh, List the ones that you've shelved.
5: Okay, well, since I'm doing that, it's pretty much the evolution of my content creating um and it's all grown from there but i started out with dragon champions um it was kind of a newer game i'm sure a lot of you guys heard of it because when it first came out people were irritated with galaxy of heroes and all the content creators are an old cubs fan they're like come play this game it's you know friendly and it's just like galaxy of heroes and um they played it for a while and i was actually bulldog
3: was the one who started the charge because that's when he got Okay. removed from Galaxy of Heroes for a little bit.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember they were all jumping on the bandwagon, and, and so I, I jumped over there. I never quit Galaxy of Heroes. I've wanted to a few times, but um, I, I feel bad leaving my guild behind. So that's what kept me – that's what's also interesting is the community keeps me into this game more than anything. But um So Dragon Champions, um, I become a content creator, like, almost right away because it was a newer game. So I thought, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, you know – Wet my beak, or whatever you want to say with this game, and so that's how I kind of learned. And I played that for a year and a half, two years. And it, you know, no offense to anyone who plays Dragon Champions, but it just went downhill, it was horrible. And so I said, like, All right, I'm done. This other game that I've been playing in a beta called Awaken Chaos Era came out right, and so I quit right the day it came out. I quit, started playing that, and I've been playing that for it's only been out for four months, maybe. And yes, I've already. Once I started playing *Awakened Chaos* era, my subscribers doubled. I went from 220 to like 550 or something. Nice. And so um, I'm getting, I went from getting 100 views a video to several thousand on a lot of them. And uh, I mean, it was like that. And um, so explain,
3: explain *Awakened Chaos* era to me okay. like I'm five.
5: Okay, so um, I'll pretend that you're five and you play *Galaxy of Heroes* um it's, it's a hero collector like galaxy heroes you gotta collect your heroes some are good some are bad um but it's it's different as if you've played raid now raid is different because you can't you get your characters from summoning crystals so it's all rng you could be a pay-to-play war, player and spend thousands on summoning crystals and not get anything you can also be free to play be lucky and get all kinds of stuff. So it's all RNG based on the characters you get. So whatever you pull, you kind of have to just use those characters to go a certain direction in the game. Kind of like Dragon. a
3: collectible card game. Yes. You can. And so, but can like the collectible card game? Can you personally, um, can, can you go after one character? Say you like, you know, scantily clad elf chick, can you buy scantly clad elf chick directly?
5: There's a couple characters you can do that. Otherwise, no. There, there's a couple beginner packs that give you some like mediocre characters. There's also a magic pass or a battle pass or the monthly thing that all games have that give you a character. Other than that, no. And you have to pay for those. Um, if you're doing free-to-play, no, it's all RNG. You, you summon these crystals and you it, get what you get
3: okay if i'm free to play can i still get scantly clad elf chick or only the people who pay
5: no you can still get her but you, you might go a year and a half without getting her and pull a thousand shards and you may not get her until r and jesus wants to give them to you you know but uh i kind of like that i i've played i am the hero collector kid because i've played them all raid um I don't know. There's six or seven of them. I was playing at one time. Strike and Force,
3: like Lego legacy heroes, unboxed
5: Sh- strike force. I, all of them I've been playing almost since day one strike force. I played since day one. I was sad to get rid of that one because you know I don't have time now. I'm it's just, it's galaxy of heroes and awaken now, but it was, I was sad to leave strike force. I was good at it. I had a pretty good roster and it was getting even better, but you know, I had to make a sacrifice for my channel. Um, and, I, I accumulated an alt account at the same time. So I just had to quit. And uh, uh, so, yeah, but yeah, things were getting bigger. So I just had to quit those, but it's a great game. If you guys enjoy Hero Collectors or if you happen to play Raid, it's a lot better than Raid because I've also played Raid for a year and a half or something. It's a great game. And uh, I have a lot of informative stuff on my YouTube uh, and I am a content creator now. So I guess you'd call me official or whatever, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great game. So I, I at least check it out. To me, as soon as I started playing it, I was sucked in. It was, it was, a, it's a great game, but, um, yeah, that's what, so I, I stream this Galaxy of Heroes and Ace, and that's about all I, I do on my channels.
3: More questions for Neil?
1: Um, how many alt accounts do you have?
5: Well, over my career, yeah, just the one, but over my career, I've had two others, but I, you know, once again, time is a thing. So oh god, I've, over it,
1: my, I've I've got I've got two alt accounts I haven't played for over a year. Yeah, so, just the short yeah, time I've known about as in accounts you play now. Just two, just two, just the yeah. two.
5: Yeah, the short time I've known you Nev, you've been through several uh <laughs> several alt accounts.
1: M- most I ever played at one time was uh, most I ever played at one time was four.
3: You not did five. five. I never
1: played five at the same time. No? No, no. I I uh, I most I, I was doing four. Um and I was doing one for my youngest and she didn't re you know, when I handed it over to her and put it onto her iPhone, um she wasn't really she just didn't play it, but I, I didn't kind of like pick up the pieces
3: afterwards. Okay. That that's the, the fifth four, that I was talking about.
5: What yeah, about you, yeah, Paul? The,
1: yeah. Me? No, I, uh I, I handed one off actually. I gave gave one away to somebody.
3: <laughs> I uh I've had two accounts. Um, but I I don't play alts. I'm now, I'm you... I'm not gonna split my focus over different uh, things. I've filled in for people. I've gained an account and then handed it off to somebody. But I've never actively played an account <laughs> or played more than one account. I mean, now you're if if you count you know helping Christy. I mean, she's she's. She's doing better at Grand Arena than I am, Neil.
5: Mm-hmm. I remember but, when she created that account. Yeah. I watched that stream.
3: Yeah, so she's, she's doing really well. She's about to end up in, uh, what would it be? Um, not Carbonite, next step up. What, what's the next? I'm not sure.
5: Chromium? I don't know. i I'm, yes, I'm Chromium cr- is the
1: third
3: one. No, I thought erodium is... I thought there's four.
1: Erodium's the second one. It goes kyber, erodium, chromium, then something, then carbonite.
3: I don't think there's something in between carbonite. I, I wish we had Bob here to look that up.
5: Yeah, I know, yeah. man. He, he, you t- he, he, he always shut him down too soon. <laughs> <I noticed. laughs> Hang on, I'll tell, you what, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what they are. It's yep. not bronzium, is it?
3: Yes, there you go, bronzium.
5: See? The spirit lives yeah,
1: in bron- bronzium,
5: bronzium, goes so, carbonite. Yeah. bronzium,
1: um, chromium, erodium, kyber.
3: So, so yeah. she's about to go from carbonite to bronzium. and I, I couldn't be more proud. I really but, yeah. couldn't be more proud. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
5: before you go to the next segment, I just want to say, bounty hunters next GL. That's all I want to say.
3: Thinking the bounty hunters yeah. are going to be the next GL. Yeah,
5: let's go, But they're all going to late- be
3: force sensitive though.
5: Princess Leia's force sense of right. Let's get her the Boosh outfit. Let's get the Guardian. <laughs> uh, I love that, Gra- that outfit. Grand Inquisitor. I think I think that all these GA. Inquisitors. I think all these Inquisitors are they're going to stick on the Lord Vader because he's getting so much a bad rep. I think you throw the Inquisitors on there, and he's going to be damn near impossible to beat. No, it's going to be. It's
1: the, the, the only reason why I say the Grand Inquisitor is because that they're, they're throwing in a, a lot of Inquisitors at the moment which would either mean a Grand Inquisitor Legendary event or all of the Inquisitors plus all of the Phoenix to a high relic level, um, plus a few other rebel characters thrown in there as well from the uh, from rebels. Like they'll throw a couple of more characters out like they normally do. Fulcrum would be needed. Uh, the Six Phoenix, so there's seven. And if they give sense. us five, if they give us um, four or five inquisitors, all of those as well, that racks it up to fourteen. Make it all like relics six, sevens, and eights required.
5: That would be that, that would be a GL. Because it's kind of like what they did with Bad Batch and Lord Vader. They you know they released them and then shortly after they announced the GLs. So should yeah. we be getting a new GL soon? Like is it around March or something like that? I, th- I
3: think we'll get one at the end of the month. Yeah.
5: Well, Real quick, so what's your uh, what do you think, Paul? Hondo?
3: I'm <laughs> I always would I would love Hondo. I don't think we're getting Hondo until <laughs> I think we're getting Hondo for Christmas. That's just my call. That'd be a good Christmas that, that's of. my speculation, and that's my pleading to Doja and Crumb. <laughs> give me Hondo, give this
5: man Hondo, please. We're tired of hearing it.
3: All <laughs> I want for Christmas is you, Hondo.
5: So, realistically, who do you think it'll be? the next GL at least one
3: realistically i'm actually on board with neil i think we're going to get Makes a grand sense. inquisitor
5: but there's two so what's going to be the well, counterpart
3: the, the counterpart probably a uh, probably no, a newest there, there
1: won't there won't be a counterpart that the, the 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 GL model moving forward is just going to be a GL you know one GL at the beginning in the first half of the year and a GL in the second half of the year the whole pairing thing i think that's going out the window from now on but yeah, I don't think it's going to pair. I don't,
3: as I said, I don't think it's going to pair. Um, I do think that it will be Ahsoka. I, I think a yeah, light side one. Yeah, it'll be so we they're, they're going to pair dark side, light side, but I think it's going to be Ahsoka. So
5: can we get another Chewie in the game? No, we need a GL Chewie somewhere. Uh, dark black croissant. Give him the GL. <laughs> no, no, he's not worthy. <laughs> he's not worthy. All right, everybody, call him Black Croissant. All right. Please.
3: Bones, <laughs> how do people find you? If they're if they're too lazy to look at the show
5: notes? Okay, uh I'm Bones eighty eight everywhere. Um Bones eighty eight on YouTube, with and a Z Twitch, with a Z, B O N E Z eighty eight. Uh and what is it? Twitch TV slash bones eighty eight. So yep. Come by. It's always fun. I, I more like to chat with you. A lot of people are like, we just hurry up, quit talking and and play. But uh, yeah, it's always a great time. So come on by. All right. Stick around coming up after uh, coming up in this
3: break, the latest episode of Dickie and the Noob. And then unfortunately, Jigabachi has guests over, so we will not be getting jiggy with Jigabachi. So Bones, you want to fill
5: in? Yeah, let's do it.
3: All right, we'll be right back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. Hot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With
1: integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character
3: in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena like the in-depth and
1: customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at
3: just five dollars a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools.
1: Hot Utils is the
3: new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com, and go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience.
6: Hotter ones. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast, Twitch, and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more, there is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast
0: dicky
2: and the noob episode 2 the neon when we last left our heroes their search for hondo had brought them to the island of misfit characters where zori bliss had provided them with the coordinates of a hive of scum and villainy where every scoundrel in the galaxy winds up at one point or another. They were told to ask for the head of security, who knew every nerf herder who came through the doors.
9: Um, Bicky, I put the coordinates into the database, and the ship just asked me, are you sure you want to go there? Outstanding debt, four million credits? Look, Noob, you gotta remember,
2: this is Hondo's ship, so all these notes are his. It means he's been to this place at least. Is there anything else in the archives about it?
9: It just says if the neon is lit ask for the blue one the blue what blue milk
2: sure noob Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're talking about Regardless the ship might get recognized, so we should probably just park it outside of town Plus it's pretty much a law sci-fi you need a journey from your ship to the destination So uh, just park it outside of town and let's get in. Hey, hey, you with the droid. You want to buy some death sticks?
9: What's a death stick is that like a gun? I've got plenty of those <laughs>
2: Noobie, put those things away. Remember, we need to lay low.
9: Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Deathstick Man. Sure, I'll take one Deathstick.
2: No, Noob, you don't want them. They're not guns, they're recreational sticks that, well, make you happy.
9: So, why do you call them Deathsticks? I think you need to rethink your marketing strategy.
2: Look man, I'm sorry about my droid. I tell you what, we'll leave you alone if you let us know where I can find the place with the giant neon. Look man, yeah, yeah, just head down the dark alley. Turn to the left, you can't miss it. Thanks,
9: man. Wow, this place is actually nice. I was expecting something much seedier. There's something strangely familiar about it. And look, the twilight behind the bar looks like she's about to turn 100.
2: Yeah, the reputation totally doesn't match. Hey, barkeep, can uh, we get some information, please?
7: Get me a cup of coffee.
2: Uh, aren't you supposed to serve us? Well,
7: I'd say it's very possible.
2: Okay, well, could you?
7: Ooh, somebody mm-hmm. likes to party.
2: Look, I'm not trying to party. I'm looking for some information. Well,
7: I've been around the block, okay? I mean, I've seen a lot of things, and I've done one or two, and uh, I know a few things. Hey, Betty. Could you go clean up in the back room, please? I'll take care of these guys. It would be a welcome relief. You'll have to excuse her. She's adjusting to her new duties. I'm free. I run security here. Well,
2: hey, actually, just the guy we were looking for. Um, I was kind of hoping you could help us find a friend.
7: Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Ever since the owner got rid of the hollow tables, we've been trying to clean up our act.
2: Okay, well, that explains a few things, but that's actually not what I meant. Uh, We're looking for someone who goes by the name of Hondo Anaka. Whoa,
7: whoa. Don't let the new paint job fool you. This is still the kind of place where snitches wind up in a sarlacc. Do I look like a snitch?
9: Look, we need some information, meatbag. Are you going to tell us what we need to know? Whoa, whoa, noob, put those things away! Dickie, it's really hard for me to sound intimidating. Pinky Armo messed with my emotional regulators.
2: You're not supposed to sound intimidating right now. We're having a civilized conversation. Look, I'm really sorry about my droid.
7: I'm not saying another word in front of him.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, noob, could you just go help Betty clean up in the back? But, but... Noob, please, you're not helping at all. Fine,
7: but don't
9: think I'm cleaning anything.
2: Okay, thanks, Noob. Just please go in the back. Look, I'm sorry. Um, Where were we?
7: Look, man. How long have you had your droid?
2: Noob's only been with me for a few days so far.
7: How much do you know about his past?
2: Well, I know the guy he was with before pretty well. Uh, He's a really good guy. He would whisper to himself often. But, you know, apart from that, a pretty solid guy.
7: Yeah, well... That droid used to have a real problem with tables. Kept mumbling something about the droid Meta is coming. He owed the house thousands of credits. We knew the only way we were going to see any money back is if we wiped his memory and sold him to a pawn shop. I'm guessing that's where your friend found him.
2: Well, it's going to be really hard to contact him to ask him, are you sure it's the same droid?
7: Look, again, I'm no snitch. But I find it real peculiar when someone comes in here looking for Hondo with Hondo's old droid. What
2: do you mean, Hondo's old droid?
7: Yeah, the two of them used to come in together. Look, I honestly have no clue where Hondo is today, but I'd bet that droid has something in its memory banks that'll help you out. Huh.
2: Well, thanks for that. That's certainly interesting. Dicky, I'm out of here. Betty
9: is trying to get
7: fresh with me. Well, I'm gonna have to kill you. Betty... Stop harassing the clientele.
2: Later on that night, aboard the mothership. Hey Yarmo, look, uh, Noob is powered down for the night. I need to know if you can boot him up in like safe mode or something where we can access his memory banks. Well, it seems that Noob used to actually be Hondo's droid and he had his memory erased and sold to the pawn shop. I guess that's where Heli found him. Uh, but I'm hoping there's something in his memory banks we can find. Tune in to next month's episode of Dickie and the Noob to find out what is hidden in Noob's memory banks.
8: Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road. And now it's time for getting Jigabachi with it on the Escape Pod cast.
1: Now, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Patron's Choice. So, uh, Paul, what questions do you have for us today?
3: We don't have any questions today. Uh, Um, Horror. Yes. So what I'm going to do instead is I am going to, uh, since it's my birthday, I can do whatever the hell I want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so so yeah. what I'm going to do is free Patreon's choice questions. If you guys have any questions that uh you'd like the the panel to answer, um you're more than welcome to put them in the chat and we'll answer them here. But uh first things first, Bones, you've been wanting to get on the sh- on the ship outside of a little box above me. For the longest time and you finally made it to the show
5: this is all this is all i've ever dreamed of man i can't thank you two enough (laughs) (laughs) i've been trying to do everything i've been trying to sneak and sneaking on they kept kicking me off i can never quite get on there with them but i put in the hard work and they let me on (laughs) so while we
3: see if uh people are going to put some questions in uh chat um neil what what do you got coming up um you know we we said ga center is gonna maybe be sunday
1: yeah, GA Center's probably probably going to be Saturday. So we miss Saturday or Sunday?
3: Week. Which one? Sunday. Sunday. Okay.
1: Um so uh, it'll be um th- 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 there's no backup of the, of the previous results. It will just be the results of the final week and the um the standings in the table. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, we'll cover that. But um apart from that there's there's no GAC on at the moment. There's no Conquest on, thank God. And um, TB's going to be well over before the weekend, so it should be a nice, chill weekend. Fingers crossed, it should be a nice, chill weekend. If I get up early enough tomorrow, I'll do the, uh, the Jedi Academy, if if I get up early enough.
5: Kyle um, Katarn, Maybe. Is that
3: what you're talking about? No, yeah, no, Je- no. He's, he's uh, Jedi Academy on the uh, Reality Skew Gamers YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. a bunch of content creators getting together and uh, just shooting the breeze. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll see. It, it depends what the um, uh, depends what the forecast is going to be for tomorrow. If it's going to be a hot day tomorrow, then um, then I you know if it's well hot, warm. If it's going to be a warm day tomorrow with no rain and no snow, then yeah, I'd be able to have a lion. <laughs> Uh, but if it's going to snow tonight, or if there's going to be rain, then you know I'm, I'm, on, I'm on flood watch in the basement. Unfortunately, so uh, yeah, because d- d- depending on how wet it is, <laughs> the basement still gets the, the basement still gets not flooded because now I know exactly where the water gets into the basement. You know, I've got like laser eyes focused on that <laughs> area. I've, I've got a I've got a blower a sucking uh, a water sucking machine and the dehumidifier all pointed at that corner (laughs) of the basement. So the second
3: leak, I dare you.
1: (laughs) Anything starts to seep in through that corner. The towels go down. The dehumidifier goes on, the blower gets switched up to the max and uh, the, the sucker gets stuck into the uh, corner of the basement. So anything that gets in just gets. Yeah. It doesn't get the opportunity to uh, flood the basement like ever, ever again.
3: All right, we got uh, we have some Patreon's only questions uh, dropping in right now. Uh, Dicky Darkside asks, uh, "Galactic Legend General Leia or Boosh Leia?" Leia, oh, you already know. You
5: already know
3: Boosh.
5: Yeah, we're not getting a
1: Leia.
3: But but no 2000- no no. If you if you had to, I'm until- if- not
1: getting. We are not getting another layer until 2023. It's as simple as that. Why? We're not going to get another layer until 2023, and it'll be because of the anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Then we'll get another layer.
5: Boosh layer then. Okay, that makes sense. But you didn't answer the question.
1: ask the question again and i might give an answer then
3: (laughs) if what which which galactic legend would you rather have general leia or bush leia
1: um i'll go for bush leia and the only reason why i'm going for bush leia is because um you you can't have the um it would only work a general leia would only work if she could have a full geriatric squad and unfortunately, there's no geriatric Lando and geriatric Luke is a GL, so it wouldn't
3: work. <laughs> All right. Uh, for, for me, I'm going to say I'm going to go with General Leia uh, because I think she would be the first non combatant GL.
5: With her Superman pose.
3: <laughs> the, not Mary Poppins pose.
5: Oh, Mary Poppins, that's right. Yes. Give her an I was umbrella and a canvas <laughs> bag. Perfect.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh so now it's uh, ver- uh verses uh versus questions here. Cobb Vanth versus RoboCop or RoboCop versus RoboCop. Um,
5: RoboCop, no, there's no contest. Yeah, I like Cobb Vanth, but you can't compete with RoboCop.
3: Yeah, co- uh, Cobb Vanth uh Cobb Vanth would just try to talk his way out. And uh, RoboCop has, yeah, he would get shot Robert just like Cop he did.
1: would give him three seconds to comply and then just <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. All and right. That's it. <laughs> the Boba Mods versus the Power Rangers. Oh, God. The Power Rangers.
5: <laughs> Power Rangers. Uh, I can't stand the mods, so no matter what you put on the other side, I'd pick. <laughs> I love the Power Rangers, though. I grew up on them.
3: Okay, let's let, let's test this. The mods okay. versus a bucket of kittens.
5: Bucket oh of God. kittens. The mods. <laughs> I'm, just <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, of course the kittens. Yeah. All uh, right. I don't know. I guess that's who I'd want to win. I don't know if they would. With with the one guy's eye patch, the whip around. You can't you can't get any better with that move. So, anyways. <laughs>
3: So, okay, fine. The mods versus your high school bully. I was the bully, so
5: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, I don't endorse that or anything. I'm just kidding. I wasn't the bully. All um, right. Uh, Rancor <laughs> Boba versus Godzilla.
3: Godzilla. What, did you, what was the first thing he said? Rancor Boba versus oh, Godzilla. Boba.
5: Yeah, because Godzilla shoots things out of his mouth, so. Yeah. And he's
1: a thousand times bigger than the Rancor, would literally just crush him under his... Rancor would go raw, Godzilla would go
5: squash. Okay, how (laughs) about this? Old school suit Godzilla or CG Godzilla? Suit Godzilla. Suit Suit Godzilla.
3: Yep. All right. Rancor Nurse Danny Trejo versus Nurse Joker.
1: Which uh, one's Nurse Joker?
3: Which one would win in a fight?
5: Yep. Yeah, Joker. Trejo would be too uh, slow, probably. No, oh, come on. Tra- Joker's got, like, a bunch of
1: completely and utterly insane minions behind it.
5: Yeah, and even if you, like, cut off his arm, he'd still probably keep going.
3: Yeah, yeah but Danny crazy. Trejo has a gigantic machete. I guess and he's got it. the Rancor. The, the, the Rancor would eat Nurse Joker.
1: <laughs> no, no, because Nurse Nurse Joker would just go click, click and blow them up, you know, because he'd have explosives just randomly hidden all over. You know, he, he would have an explosive device just hidden on the Rancor.
5: Okay. um,
1: Because okay. he's that, you know, evil.
5: What's the new who played the new Joker? The last Joker? Uh, Heath Ledger.
3: No, no, not no, Heath no, Ledger. No, no.
1: Joaquin Phoenix.
3: No, yeah. Jared Leto. Absolutely. Jared Leto played the Jared newest Leto, Joker. The last
1: Joaquin Joker was played Joaquin. by Joaquin Phoenix. I absolutely love that, that movie. It was Jared Leto, and before yeah. that, it was Heath Ledger.
5: Yeah. Um, too bad you don't have Bob. He can prove you wrong. Do
1: not uh, screw with me when it comes to DC, Paul.
5: Nev, I think you're right.
1: Yeah, I love that don't, movie. Don't so mess. That. Don't mess with me. Don't don't mess with me. <laughs>
5: he's messing with you man i think Neb is right
3: okay okay so you're talking the the joker standalone movie yeah because i i was talking about the snyder cut because the snyder cut came out after and we saw jared leto
5: movie that movie didn't though. the snyder cut but we
3: didn't see the the batman the the (laughs) joker in the desert with batman so until the snyder cut (laughs)
1: Oh, sorry, the the, the 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 nostalgia scene that made absolutely no sense whatsoever because I'm watching it thinking, why? <laughs> the Snyder Cut was... The, the, the only good thing about the Snyder Cut was the extra um, narrative that was given to uh, Cyborg because he was completely and utterly trashed in the original movie, didn't know nothing about it. At least you actually got to find out about Cyborg in the Snyder Cut. But apart from that, was nothing special about the Snyder Cut and the whole 4-3 aspect ratio. What was the deal with that? It's like, no.
3: He wanted to watch not, it on his old TV.
1: I don't care what he he's not supposed to be making movies no, for, for him. I, I'm IMAX, making movies for DC fans. IMAX DC is fan, in 4-3. I did not, as a DC fan I did not like the Snyder Cut apart from the extra stuff regarding Cyborg.
3: All right. Last call for questions. We're going uh we're going here. Uh Mando versus Batman. Batman. I don't know. I think Din Djarin would bring him in cold or you know, bring him in warm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to say Mando. No, Batman has got so many more toys on you his utility the- belt.
5: He's gonna throw his stars at the Beskar armor.
1: But the, yeah, but you got those bat those rangs are a, a hell of a lot more precise. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not like it's not like yeah, right it's a stormtrooper shooting at him that's <laughs> always going to put. We're talking about a fight here, not the Mando TV show where every shot fired at him has to hit his armor. Yeah. In an actual fight, Batman would go. Oh, I see that your legs are completely and utterly unprotected. There you go. <laughs> All
5: right. Batman would be intelligent in his fight. He he would probably okay. build a, in that world. He'd probably build a Beskar suit or something, just like uh, in Superman versus Batman. Batman. Batman, hands down, would
1: absolutely kick
5: Mando's ass.
3: All right. And then Dickie Darkseid gives us the final question, um, unless we get one uh, during this discussion. Mods versus Leto Joker.
5: Uh, which one do <laughs> I like less? <laughs> which um, which is worse? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would I still just hate the mods. They'll, they'll never be likable to me. So I guess Jared Leto.
1: Yeah, Joker every time.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing jo- nothing, be- nothing nothing beats the mods. You know, they're too busy <laughs> trying to look good. You know, the, 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 the mods are Wesley Snipes in White Men Can't Jump. They, they'd rather look good first than defeat their opponent.
5: Yeah. Why didn't they put some dirt on them or something? You live yeah. on Tatooine. Like, why were they so clean? <laughs>
1: like, no, no, they, they've got to look clean. They've got to look good. Their, their <laughs> hover bikes have to be all nice and shiny. Um, and their firearms have to be so small that, you know, I mean, if, if, if you handed one of their, one of their sidearms to Will Smith, he'd be like, what's this? I want one of the big gun. Give me a big gun. Because it is, it's like that tiny little thing that Will Smith was given, and he's looking at it going, uh, what's this? That's Men what Black. they were
5: shooting with.
1: Yeah. You
5: know. <laughs> but it had it packed a packed punch, though. So. You're talking about Men in Black, right? The cricket gun? Remember
3: yeah. that? Well, when, when it comes, here, here you go, Bones. I'm going uh, to give you your quote here. Um, you know, when it comes to the mods, everybody's got their cup, but they ain't chipped in. All right? That's right all right that's right
5: <laughs> don't forget that everybody
3: <laughs> so all right that will do it for us uh, what do you got coming up well, you know we did we didn't ask you that question during the interview bones so what do you got coming up on your channel uh this uh this coming week
5: um, we pretty much covered it uh same old thing grant well Grand arena when it comes back around uh i do log on um as paul knows i'm just i'm terrible at mods so a lot of times i'll just log on do for me you
3: hate mods in boba fett and you hate mods in the
5: game <laughs> just mods in general they make me sick so <laughs> so anyone uh here that's good at mods come by uh come follow me come hang out my quote my like um motto is if you want to learn what not to do in a game come by and watch me <laughs> so uh unless I, it's I, ace unless it's ace yes uh i actually kind of know what i'm talking about but uh So much help from the chat. I've learned so much just from people in the chat helping me out with stuff like that. So random, random uh, Galaxy Hero Heroes streams, Grand Arena at one o'clock, three times a week. And then also Awaken Chaos Era several times a week also. So I'm I'm usually streaming five times a week. Um, As far as YouTube, I will post a Grand Arena. If it was a pretty exciting one, I'll post one on YouTube. It's mostly Awaken Chaos Era content on YouTube.
3: All right. So Neil, any uh anything else before we wrap it up for today? No, I'm good, mate. All right. Thank once again, thank you all uh for the birthday wishes, for the uh for the bits, everything uh from this show today um is going over to Neil uh to make sure that he and his daughters have a nice time when they do get here. Mm. Uh we we unfortunately uh do have the news that the visit got pushed back, but that just means yeah. more time to help you make sure that happens. that's, mm-hmm, that's yeah. my always looking on the bright side of life.
1: <laughs> They're still coming just not in April, which sucks.
3: Yeah. So all right guys, uh, oh uh, we, we did get one one question: Spider-Man or Daredevil. Spider-Man.:
5: Spider Daredevil Spider-Man:
3: Does whatever a spider can.
5: <laughs> He's just the coolest guy in the world. We can't go up against him.
3: All right. So that will do it for us today. We hope to see you guys next week. And uh, next week will be a brand new Dicky and the Noob. So we look forward to uh, debuting that. Meat until bag. then, <laughs> meat bag. <laughs> uh, until then, be nice to each other, damn it. Neil? Wish the button. Don't mind if I see do. See you guys.
4: Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command! Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close that the circuit! Evacuate the suit! Southern strike mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Da-da-da-da. Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the
8: future, nothing works!
6: This ship will self destruct in exactly 10 seconds! <laughs> <laughs> Counting down!
4: Ah. three, two,
3: one, have a nice day. Thank, Thank you. you.
8: Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The escape pod cast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out Murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs)